Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Subscribe there, please. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Or more importantly, Ole Miss every day. It's a lifestyle. And we want to say thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your Ole Miss morning show. I'm here with David Eckert, um, the beat writer for Ole Miss from the Clarion Ledger. And this is the first time he's been on the show. But, David, man, thank you. Welcome. Yeah, man. I'm excited to make the debut. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on board there. And um, I remember back in the day, I grew up in um, Florence, Mississippi, just okay. south of Jackson. So I remember, like, out slick Rick and when the Clarion Ledger was the pinnacle of Ole Miss sports coverage, and it's just really cool to get you back because I can play a little nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm happy to provide the nostalgia, for sure. For sure, we'll bring it. It'll be fun. All right, so you've been out at camp for every period that you could be out at camp, and what are your first impressions and takeaways from this Rebel team? Yeah, you know, uh, I think, they're extremely skilled at skill positions, which really up until today, they haven't been in pads. So your takeaways kind of have to be limited to, Oh, that guy looks athletic. You know what I mean? That's really all you're getting right now. Um, but yeah, they're going to be really good at wide receiver. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Aiden Williams later, but you know, Trey Harris has looked real good. Um, I really like at tight end Caden Prescorn, who had a long touchdown today from Jackson Dart. Um, so yeah, I think this team's going to score a ton of points, right? You don't need me to tell you that that's what Lane Kiffin teams do. Um, but, uh, Jackson Dart looks real good. Um, and then I guess just kind of like a big picture thing that I kind of found interesting is, um, they're, they're trying to make this camp a little bit less intense. Um, they're trying to, to, to save some reps with these guys' bodies. They're doing more walkthroughs, more time in the classroom, spending less time actually practicing. And that's something Lane Kiffin kind of told us, um, you know, early on in camp uh, just to kind of save the bodies. And, and that makes sense, right? Because with, with the pace that this team plays at, you know, they're going to play, you know, 10, 11, 12 more snaps per game than, than most of their peers. If you can take a little bit off the top now, just to kind of save these guys physically, I think that's smart. So, Now, let me, let me ask you this since you brought that up. Uh, now, if Ole Miss was a team that was Lane Kiffin was not confident in, if he was – if there were so many unknowns with this team, don't you think he would be beating them up in, in fall camp and doing the stuff that all football coaches do to find out who can play? Yeah, that's interesting because – I guess I, I'm going to take a roundabout way to saying I don't really know <laughs> because, you, you know, it's, it's, there are just so many, so many variables here. There's so many guys that Lane Kiffin said it himself. Like they don't know what they have with a considerable portion of this roster. It's, it's, you know, especially on defense, right. Um, you know, there's just been so much turnover for me, you know, I'm still kind of new you know, on the old Miss beat, I'm like, all right, who's this guy? You know, I'm I'm out there with my my paper roster, like studying, you know, because <laughs> it's there's there's so much new, um, even from the spring. So, you know, I I don't really know how that translates to your practice plan. Maybe, um, 
you know, uh, if, if you thought your team wasn't any good, you'd want to test them. You know, you might be some onto something there, but yeah, it's, um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure, but I, I do think there's merit to what they're doing. Kind of taking, taking some snaps off with them. Yeah. It's very smart. It's very NFL model. It's, it's kind yeah. of, I, I, I talked about on my show earlier this week that the way he has it set up is through the classroom model, you learn it, you really mm-hmm. drill it in during the walkthrough and then practice just becomes about confirmation as opposed to learning how to do something. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And you know, there's a lot for them to learn right now. And, you know, especially on defense, right? Like it's brand new. The players are brand new. The staff is brand new. Uh, there's, yeah, there's going to be a lot of value to that classroom time. All right. So we also talked about the stars of fall camp that we've heard so far. And, and it, people have said that Jackson Dart has not taken a second team rep and he's looked really good. Would you agree with that? And is this a situation to where he's a leader based off of the other ones not playing well, or is he the leader based off of others playing well as well? Yeah, I I do think I've seen him take a couple second team reps, just to, you know, okay. um, I, like maybe one or two, but he looks great. Like, <laughs> you know, I, he looks, I said it in the spring, I'm going to say it again. I think, Jackson Dart is comfortably a top five quarterback in the SEC. I think he's really good. Um, you know, he's, he's got everything you need. He's got the intangibles that you want. Um, so, no, I, I don't think it's just all right, Spencer Sanders, like, isn't getting it done, so it's going to be dark by default. I don't think that's what this is at all. I think Jackson Dart's going to be a really, really big asset for them. Um, but you're right. I mean, he's leading – the competition comfortably I would say 95% of the one snaps you know that's just kind of off the top of my head Um, so it does look like it's going to be Jackson Dart barring some kind of surprise or injury or whatever I mean this is Lane Kiffin we're talking about you know so uh, something weird might happen tomorrow everything will change but um, he's looked great I really like what I've seen from him and speaking of the other star of fall camp so far is Aiden Williams, um, the young freshman out of Ridgeland, Mississippi, has come in. He is making that number one jersey look good, and that's really saying something at Ole Miss. <laughs> yes, sir. He's he look. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Like he's just got it. You know, like I could sit here and just speak in all like the the, the football evaluation jargon. Aiden Williams is a dude. Okay, he's he's going to play, and he's going to be a, a, an important piece of this offense. I don't know if he's going to start right away, just because I think there's a ton of talent at wide receiver for them. Um, you know, and they don't have to start him right away, um, especially if they get Zachary Franklin back. So, you know, I I'm excited about him. He's just fun. You know, like it's it, his Ole Miss fans are going to love him because he's fun and he's going to be really good. Yeah, should be really nice. And I think that Ole Miss might be, I don't know if lucking into the situation is the right phrase, but it may all work out for them. But Aiden Williams could actually play himself onto the field a good bit game one, and that gives them the benefit of maybe moving Zachary Franklin and getting him on the field at another position that might be of note right now in the slot. So I'm I'm curious to see what could happen there. In any update on what Michael Trigg is doing on the practice field these days? Yeah. Um, that, 
that number one tight end position seems pretty firmly with Caden Prescorn right now. So Trigg's kind of been doing some of the stuff that you do if you're not the number one tight end, right? So, um, you know, uh, I don't know if that's what that's related to at the moment. Um, I don't know whether that competition is like kind of signed, sealed, and delivered. But again, like kind of like what we talked about with Dart, like I don't think Michael Trigg is is not the starting tight end because he's been bad. I think Caden Prescorn has been really good. So I think that's um, a positive for Ole Miss rather than something to be concerned about. All right, defensive standouts. Who have caught? Who has caught your eye on the defensive side of the ball when they've been out there playing ballet in shorts and shirts? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the mm. perfect way to describe it. It's it's really hard right now. Um, it it, it is. Uh, you know, I, you look at. I'm I'm going to talk about a freshman actually. I, I really like AJ Brown. Um, you know, I think I think he. I don't know if he's going to play right away, um, but. I actually, he's top of mind for me right now because I just uh, posted a story about, you know, five freshmen who are playing well. And I, I really like his game. I think he's got a really good nose for the football. Uh, Trey Washington was had a lot of good things to say about him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, just looking at drills, I mean, Cedric Johnson's a guy that's I think is going to have a really big year. You kind of see that right now. Um, just the athleticism, the get-off. Um, I'm really excited to see what he does kind of in this Pete Golding defense that I think really is, is going to have to prioritize getting after the quarterback. Um, yeah, I think he's, he's a big one. Um, and then, you know, kind of like the, the veterans right now, more so than the guys who have been brought in, I think are the guys who are looking good. Ashim Young, uh, those type, uh, those type of players, but yeah, you know, um, those would kind of be the three that I would I would tab at the moment. Okay, what do you think the goal is for Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss football team as fall camp progresses to the next stage? I think right now you're, you've got your guys in pads. Um, you know, you're able to start doing some more things now. It's just can you get this defense to a point where it is cohesive by the beginning of the season? Because if you look at that schedule – they don't have time. Like there's no ramp up period for them. Um, it has to happen quickly. If it tell you what, if you go to two lane in week two with a defense that is not fully ready, like that is not going to go well for you. So I think there has to be some urgency. I think that's, that's item one on the task list, you know, get this defense cohesive, um, make sure everybody knows their role and, and make sure they're, they're able to, you know, input the the schemes and the looks by week two um, that they're going to need to be able to win that football game because I don't think that's going to be an easy one. So do you think you will get to see a scrimmage this year? I don't. I do not. So, Hmm. uh, which they get, you know, again, I so I've covered three college football programs. This is number three for me. Um, My first one was Penn State, and we saw nothing. Absolutely nothing. So the access for me is great. I'm loving it. But yeah, I, I don't think they gave us the scrimmages in the spring. I don't think we're getting them getting them for, for the fall. Oh, okay. And the other one was Southern Miss, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, we saw everything. I mean, you know. Oh, oh yeah. A little uh, bit the, of a different piece. But. Yeah, I think somebody that covers Southern Miss put a po- picture out there. She had Will Hall like answering questions on the field. I can't imagine how hot it is on that turf field 
oh, right now buddy. in Mississippi. Oh my gosh. It's <laughs> so it, it is I'm I'm a northern guy, right? Like mm-hmm. I when I was living down there, I just melted every time. You know, and, and they they're practicing at seven AM. Like they know. They're yeah. they're like we need to do something about this. But even so, by the time that's, you know, practice is almost over, you're doing your interviews. It's just like, you're like a, I don't, it's, it's, you're like a chocolate chip inside of a cake. You know, you're just done for. <laughs> so. Anyway, thank you very much. And thanks to everybody for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every dayers later on this afternoon, Tom Vanderford will be on the show as well. Anyway, David, thank you so much for coming on the show, and I hope we can do it again sometime. Appreciate you. Yeah, whenever you need. I'm happy to hop on.